I can just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn the football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. When it came to the big payday, Dak, you got your money. I mess up his name. I can't even get this. That's a kitty. That's a kitty? That's a kitty. But at the same time, oh, we're going to shackle them in? We're going to take over? <laughs> you are not Diana Prince. This is not Themyscira. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. Statement made. Message sent. Welcome to every living and breathing intelligent biped on the planet Earth to this. And if you hear any noise in the backgrounds, because we got a daycare up in our house right about now. Show. It's your boy, the man, the myth, the hashtag legend, in my own mind, Big Day, talking not only sports, but news of all kinds. Also, want to welcome those checking us out on this sick podcast on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. And like always, I want to give a huge shout out, especially since I saw my podcast numbers go up by 25%. Thank you to all my sick listeners over in the land of the lucky charms, Ireland, Hong Kong, Morocco, Spain, Portugal. Canada, Mexico, Pakistan, Thailand, Germany, Donka Shane, and yes, these United States of America. Well, the statement has been made, and the division title goes to the NFC East champion Dallas Cowboys after they put a whipping. No, I mean a shellacking. No, after they they just put a catapult on the Washington football team by score 56 to 14. It wasn't even close. The Washington football team stumbled into AT&T Stadium. Rumor has it that they brought their own bench from Washington town. And the Redskins planted their own benches around about the 50-yard line from Washington town. As if to say, wherever we go, this is our home Stadium. No, 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 no. It doesn't work like that. They came into AT&T Stadium with a chip on their shoulder, and I don't even know why they would even think about having a chip on their shoulder after we whipped them in Washington just two weeks ago. 
But everybody got all excited, you Washington football team fans, you former Redskins fans. Y'all got all excited because Dallas was winning the last game, and then all of a sudden Washington staged a comeback, and Dallas only won that game by three or four points, but it was too late because Washington couldn't come back. And then y'all was all talking, Stephen A. and everybody else that was talking. Y'all was talking about the Dallas Cowboys could barely beat the Washington football team and all this, that, the other, blah, 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 blah. You know what? Now, you got one thing that you can do. You got one job right now. Every Washington football team fan, fanatic, and apologizer. One job. Shut it. Shut your mouth. Not M-O-U-T-H-S. M-O-U-F-F-S. Mouse. There is nothing else that can be said about your team other than you're going to have a losing season. You're not even going to get to 500. While the Dallas Cowboys are 11 and 4, you are not getting any wild card. You're not getting uh, anything. You might not even get some lemonade chilling in the shade. Because you ran up against a buzzsaw called the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas clinches the NFC East. They are division champions, which means they are going to the playoffs. Nuff said. Let's break it down. Dak Prescott, 28 for 39 for 330 yards, and he threw for four friggin' touchdowns. He got tired of throwing touchdowns, so he said, Take me out, coach. I've played. I've done my job. Let Cooper Rush get in and get a touchdown. Cooper Rush gets a touchdown. The two for three, 70 yards, one touchdown. Ezekiel Elliott, nine carries, 37 yards. Tony Pollard, eight for 34. Dak Prescott, four for 21. Corey Clement, four for 18. Amari Cooper decided that I want to play too. He gets into the act with seven receptions, 85 yards, and one touchdown. Dalton Schultz, who's always averaging a touchdown a game, eight receptions, 82 yards, one touchdown. Malik Turner, there's that dude's name again. Malik Turner snuck in a touchdown and had three receptions for 82 yards himself. C.D. Lamb, the number one receiver. How did he not get in the end zone? Four receptions for 66 yards, and he could not get an end zone. That don't make any sense. Michael Gallup, two for 53. Tony Pollard was two for 16. Cedric Wilson, two for 10. And Ezekiel Elliott, one for five. Once again, the Dallas defense shows up as Demarcus Lawrence gets an interception, and Trayvon Diggy, 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 do gets an interception. Corey Clement had a kickoff return of 20 yards. And C.D. Lamb had a kickoff return of 21 yards. And Greg Zerline made his point after attempts. Everything was going well for the Dallas Cowboys. Brian Anger, their punter. I never talk about a punter. This dude had four pumps, uh, 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 punts for 
214 freaking yards, averaging 43.5 yards. A punt. It was the Dallas Cowboy Show. And they showed out. But, awkward pause. There is possibly a, um, a bigger story than the Dallas Cowboys. People were in the stands, and I guess. Santa Claus got into the action at AT&T Stadium and decided that he wanted to put somebody in a headlock. Santa Claus came to town (laughs) to AT&T Stadium dressed in cowboy blue and white and silver and decided to put someone in a headlock what in the world is going on when Santa Claus comes to town comes to Jerry's world and he gets ejected from Jerry's world for putting a fellow cowboy fan in a headlock I don't understand This dude was upset about something. And he just said, you know what? I'm just going to put this dude in headlock. On national television, the fans were like, what in the world is going on? The cameras panned. Everything was like, look at what is going on up here in the stands. And you see this dude put him in the headlock. And they just went ahead and said, you know what, bad Santa? You're going to have to go. Another incident a Cowboys fan was hit in the face by a man wearing a pink polo shirt Washington players trying to punch each other I mean everybody lost their mind and I don't understand I don't understand Why do we have Santa putting people in headlocks? People mashing people in the face with pink polo shirts. And then we got Washington football team players fighting against each other. What is it? What what, was it? A full moon in the daytime? What was going on? Was it a new moon? Was it a super moon? Was it a super sun? Was it the fact that AT&T Stadium, maybe they had the dome closed? I don't know. I didn't even look at the game that much because when I saw the game at 35 to 7, it was in the second quarter, I just said, you know what? This game is pretty much over. And I told, and I told, and I told, and I told, my brother-in-law who is an avid Washington football team former Washington football Redskins team fan that Dallas was not going to lose that game on Sunday maybe it was because it was such a blowout that 
Everybody's mind was blown. Maybe that's what caused Santa to go insane. Maybe he was mad because they wouldn't let Rudolph into the Cowboys game. I don't know. But all I know is that's absolutely unacceptable behavior, especially at a professional football game. Y'all know better whoever you were who slapping people in the face with the pink shirt and whoever you were dressed up as Santa because Santa is not bad? Question mark? But being that Christmas is over, and I hope that everybody had a really, really good Christmas. Now maybe Bad Santa can go back home and think about what he did over the holidays at the Dallas Cowboys game. The Cowboys now are going to the playoffs and now the focus needs to shift. The Cowboys need everybody healthy and they need to keep up the performance that they had on Sunday and they need to go all out. If they're going to advance in this playoffs and here's the thing, I'm hoping and I'm praying and I'm wishing that we don't have to go against the Green Bay Packers in the first game because Green Bay absolutely Aaron Rodgers absolutely own the Dallas Cowboys when it comes to the playoffs. It's insane how many times we faced Green Bay, and I think it's two or three times in the playoffs. And Aaron Rodgers goes off. He throws like, you know, 690,000 yards. And uh, Green Bay, you know, wins by a controversial call. Was it a catch? Was it not a catch? Was he in? Was he out? I don't understand that. But all I know is, with the record that the Cowboys have, if they keep that record, we might be looking at home field advantage. But even if we get home field advantage, guess what? When Aaron Rodgers comes to AT&T Stadium, he comes home. And that in itself is scary. We gotta go to a commercial break, but when we come back, I'm gonna pull a rabbit out of the hat. No, I'm not. Let me stop. I'm gonna talk about the BGC Fanatics Fantasy Football League in which my dim dang disruptors was deleted in the playoffs. So we're gonna talk about it when we come back right here. All this. Sick. Show. Stay tuned for more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Oh, how sweet it is to be loved by you. Welcome back to part two of this sick show. 
then. Chronic inflammation, allergies, high glucose, lack of energy, and the list continues to grow. It's time to get serious about enhancing the quality of your life with premium products from Izumio. And oh, it's not vitamin water. This water is hydrogenated with powerful antioxidants to help reduce inflammation and so much more at a cellular level. So, it's high time to protect and improve your health. Go ahead and place that order by calling Rachel at 214-505-9951. That's 214-505-9951. Make sure you tell her you heard it right here on the BGC Sports Network and this Sick show. Once again, I want to thank you all for the love that you have shown me all through 2020 and 2021, especially as the sick audience grew by 25%. People are starting to take notice of this sick show and this sick podcast so thankful for my sick listeners and followers at this sick show on twitter and at this sick host on twitter i know you heard that little frog in my voice just a second ago but i will tell you there is no Megatron over here. I'm doing well. My family's doing well. No Megatron. What? It's not Megatron? Omicron. Omicron. Okay. Okay. No. No Omicron over here. We are good to go. So with that being said. I told you when we come back, we were going to talk about the BGC Sports Fanatic League. We hadn't had a league because of the pandemic in 2020. We went a whole year without playing fantasy football for the BGC Sports Fanatics. We came back with a vengeance in 2020. One and them dang disruptors ended the regular season in second place with a nine and five record. We won our first playoff game and then we went to the semi final game to play against those playmakers and we didn't do good. Lost the semi final round. Matter of fact, you could say. That dim dang disruptors were absolutely disrupted, disseminated, destroyed, disemboweled, disfigured, discombobulated, and we are devastatingly in disrepair. All because of the pernicious, pontificating, pestilent, poisoning, propitious, propagating playmakers coached by Cedric, Mr. Stiller, a.k.a. Mr. Raider. 
Bailey. I'm not happy. Because the playmakers got off easy because them dang disruptors had five people go on a COVID protocol. Everybody got the Omicron. And because of Omicron, five of my starters were gone. There was no way in the world we were going to win that game. And the score showed it. He overachieved. 190 points. He was only supposed to get 156 over achieving playmakers. Dim dang disruptors underachieved. We were at least supposed to get 170. We didn't come near it at 122, 120, 122. It don't even matter. We couldn't get out the 130s. It just sucked. But I'm going to take this L. I have no choice but to take this L. I know you can tell by the awkward pause. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of things to say, but I'm trying to say it because I don't want anybody to get mad at me and I don't want to seem like a sore loser. <laughs> My only solace in this PGC Fanatics foot, Fantasy Football League is that now the playmakers have to go up against my sensei my fantasy football master of the martial arts he is also the commissioner keep that in mind of the BGC Fanatics Fantasy Football League I'm talking about none other than Mr. Charles Chuck his own point Mr. Boy. This will be just the second time in league history that these two original juggernauts, these two original OGs will be going head to head in the championship, like I said, for the second time in the history of the BGC Sports Fanatics Fantasy Football League. I'm pulling for my sensei. I'm like the boy off of One Punch Man. Uh, Heroes, Giros, Gyros, whatever his name is. Genos. Whatever his name is. The, you know, the cyborg dude. I'm like him. I'm pulling for my sensei. I need what's the point WTP whatever else he's going to name his team I need him to show up and show out against the playmakers I need Charles Boyd's what's the point team to be like crouching tiger hidden dragon I need him to manhandle and teach the playmakers a lesson for 
Why am I being this way? Because my run to the championship was to be glorious. Because of glorious purpose. But it ended up being not so glorious. But I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about how my sensei, who who is the commissioner of the BGC Sports Fanatics Fantasy Football League, was able to come up from being in the eighth spot. As a matter of fact, he got into the eighth spot because of a numeral technicality he got in because of a teensy weensy technicality he got in because of he was point zero 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 four points ahead of whoever was in ninth place something is wrong with that people the math don't add up in my head you were in ninth place Mr. Commissioner and somehow on the night that ended our regular season, you were on the outside looking in, and because of point zero 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 four, you were able to slide right in. Folks, I am here to tell you today, right here on this sick show. It is a fanatics fantasy conspiracy going on. I get it now. The playmakers and what's the point got together and figure out a way to keep me out of the championship game, which they know if I had been in, I would have took names and kicked butt and that would have been it. And for the first time in my life, I've been third, I've been fourth, I've been second. I have never been first. I have never had a championship. I've never been champion except for Madden NFL and uh, also NBA 2K. Other than that, I've never been a champion. I mean, I, I mean I'm right now in the running for top show of the year of 2021. 
But I got a battle. Willie Epting Jr., which Willie Epting Jr. just showed the brothers of baseball. He comes up next after this sick show. He is just red hot right here at the end of 2021. And I don't know if I'm going to beat him or not. And I just can't take it no more. It's a conspiracy. Lofted against this sick show and them dang disruptors. In the immortal words of 45, this whole election, or should I say selection, was rigged. It was rigged. We had over one million people come out for this sick show. And they, the left and the right, took away my selection to be in this BGC Fantasy Football Championship. It was rigged. Recount the numbers. Go back and recount the point zero 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 four number and you will see that it was rigged they planned this the two OGs of the BGC Sports Fanatics Fantasy Football League planned this this was years in the making. It was so slick. How my sensei snuck in under the radar. There were more teams that had better records than him. Grand Bama Tigers had a better record. The Detroit Motorcades, who he he ended up beating in the last game, dare I say fair and square. Made it in. They should have. I mean, Mr. Sportspedia's team should have made it in. If you was gonna let what the point in there? What the what the what is the point? Well, no, let me take that back. Mr. Sportspedia's team did make it in, and I spanked them. Forgot about that. I spanked him in the in the quarterfinal. But still, you had contract Max, who's been in the league for the last eight years that we've had, going on nine years we've had this league, and he has not won a championship. He's not even been in the finals, I don't think. But yet, what's the point? And the playmakers are in the BGC Sports Fanatic Fantasy Football Championship coming up this week. What's the point? What does it all mean? What's it all about, Alfie? I'm telling you, it's a conspiracy. 
It's a conspiracy. It's up there with 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 if with uh 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 what's his name Snowden Snowden whatever his name is. It's one of those conspiracies. This is an epic Elon Musk type conspiracy against this sick show. I, I I don't know how else to put it. There is no way in the world I should have lost to the playmaker. There's no way in the world that all five of my starters get some freaking COVID. Now, I got to play the Detroit Motor Case for third place. I'm about to dish out the most vicious weapon that the Detroit Motorcades ever seen. Matter of fact, I beat them both times this year. Just like the Playmakers beat me two times. I'm gonna whoop somebody else because of the Playmakers and what's the point. If I beat the Detroit Motorcades by 200 points, it's your fault, Playmakers. What's the point? That falls on your shoulders. And I'm so sorry that I have to leave the Detroit Motorcade without a motor stranded on the side of the fantasy football highway. All right. I had to get that out of my system because I just had to. When we come back, this one is going to be potluck. Make sure you stay tuned because you'll never see me coming. Right here on this. Sick of these conspiracies to keep me from the championship. Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. back to part trade of this sick show are you needing a quick fast safe and reliable what what oh uh, what's going on This is not a test. This is your emergency broadcast system. May God be with you all. NASA, one of the world's leading space agencies, possesses a system called Sentry which exhaustively monitors asteroids and their possibilities of whether they could collide with Earth in the next 100 years or not. As per the entry on Sentry website for Asteroid 2009 JF1 which was probably the source of the original story that brought such fanfare to the world. Outer space is one of the biggest unknown entities to human beings, although space agencies around the world do their best to try to discover things that happen outside our planet. The asteroid 2009 JF-1 has been considered as potentially dangerous. The North American Space Agency, which has a list of space rocks at risk of colliding with Earth, has announced a date for the impact of this asteroid, 8.34 a.m. on May 6, 2022. 
Through Sentry, a collision monitoring system, NASA has exhaustively observed the asteroid 2009 JF-1, classified as a near-Earth object, NEO, which means that it is close enough to be considered a threat. The system classifies asteroids according to their size, speed, dimensions, and by year in which an impact is likely to occur. The space agency estimates it to be around 13 meters in diameter. Experts consider that the impact could cause an explosion equivalent to 230 kilotons of dynamite, which would be about 15 times more powerful than the atomic bomb that exploded over Hiroshima at the end of World War. However, it is estimated that there is a 0.026% chance of the asteroid impacting. What? What the? Wait, 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 wait. This dude said May 6, 2022? That's the day after my 27th year anniversary you're talking about? Hey. Possible impact? Wait, wait, wait. They said it was a 0.0267% chance that it could hit the Earth? Yo, I just told you in the last segment that Charles Boyd got into the BGC Sports Fanatic Fantasy Football Championship by point zero 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 four chance, and this asteroid has a point zero two six seven chance. Okay. Let me let me let, let let me try to gain my thoughts to go forward with what I just heard. So let me let me let me get back into character. Welcome back to part three of this very concerning third segment of this six show. As I was saying before, are you needing a quick, fast, safe, and reliable moving company? Well, search no more because Midnight Hour Moving has you covered. At Midnight Hour Moving, um, their goal is to provide hassle-free moves from start to finish. Midnight Hour Moving can also provide packing supplies, safe and secure warehouse storage. Plus, they can move you anywhere in the great state of Texas, both to and from DFW. So, call Midnight Hour Moving today, 817-399-1300. That's 817-399-1300. At, uh, through 1300 As for Marcus Let him know That the BGC Sports Network And this sick show And Big Day Is sending you To Midnight Hour Moving Or go to MidnightHourMoving.com And get Moving Folks Now I'm not trying To be The spreader Of Propaganda. I'm not trying to be a conspiracy theorist, but I got to say this. This was taken from NASA itself. NASA is saying basically, look, we don't think 
it's going to hit the earth. It's a low probability that this thing is going to hit the earth. Now, on December 11th, we just had an asteroid pass us. It was called Nurus or something like that. N-E-U-R-U-S, something like that. It passed us on December 11th. It's going to go all the way around the sun. It's going to go do what it do. And we may not see that thing again until 2029. Then they're talking about in 2029, there's a thing called Apophis. Now, in Greek mythology, Apophis was the devourer of the earth. And supposedly, and not in Greek mythology, Egyptian mythology, and supposedly um, the Greek god, Lord G, Ra, was supposed to be the one who constantly battles with Opothis. I mean, you, you've seen the gods of Egypt, that movie, right? Well, they, they called that thing Opothis. It was an ugly looking black uh, space sky worm, smoky worm thing. But this is the real deal. And NASA's saying it's going to come close. As I little, went a little further with what they were saying, they were saying that it's going to be between 210,000 miles from the earth which is the closest that an asteroid has come since we've known it as man because it's going to come between the moon and the earth now I know not a, I know a lot of y'all like look look first of all y'all like I didn't tune in to listen for this number one I thought I was hearing sports talk and I told you we do everything every kind of talk on here whether it's political sports news science whatever we do it right here on this sick show but Here's the deal, y'all. If NASA's saying there's a slim chance, uh, 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 it could be problematic. Um, what is the word that they use? They, uh, it, it's a word that they keep using, but it it really, 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 really concerns me because it reminds me of the movie 2012. If you remember the movie 2012, you'll remember when the earthquake hit in the beginning and it shook everything in California and everybody was like, oh, and the store, you know, part of the store opened up, collapsed and everything. And then uh, the, the the governor who was supposed to be on Schwarzenegger at that time said, uh, it was just a little, uh, how did he call it? It was just a small earthquake. We can say the worst is over. And then all H broke loose. Everybody running with nowhere to run ground opening up swallowing people people in trains who were in the tunnels underneath now they're in the air and they're like what the crap is going on people falling out of buildings airplanes going by and crashing it was just insane and here we are it's that thing when they tell you just remain calm don't lose your mind everybody just take a step back and remain calm then why are you running for the exit door that makes me want to say run Boris run it's concerning now now that, that report was not made up that's a report now uh, um if the report was to further go on and play, which this report is on YouTube, you can go find it, um, concerning NASA and just look up asteroids hitting Earth 2022. 
They're saying that this thing might touch the earth in 2022. If it misses, we got another near miss coming or near to earth 2029. Folks, <laughs> I, I'm not a prophet. I don't claim to be any kind of prophet, whatever. I'm just letting you know. We, we need to be very, 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 very vigilant. We need to be very educated and astute concerning things that are happening in the world now. There are some people, and I was watching this, and they were saying, and I think it was on MSNBC or CBS or something like that, and I was watching it, and they were saying, some scientists were saying that this 2022 could possibly be the worst year that we've seen yet. Oh, oh, great. Great, because we all was trying to get out of 2019. We had 2020, then the pandemic hit. Pandemic shuts everything down, and then now we're still in a pandemic, and it's 2021, and now you're telling me 2022 is supposed to be worse than 2020 and 2019? That's not good. It's not. We really need to be Seeking the Most High God. We need to be diligently seeking Him for what is coming next. We we really need to be paying attention to what's going on. Everybody's trying to live life oblivious because people just don't want to know. Some people don't care. Some people party is still like it's 1999. There's a movie on Netflix and, and I think it's going to be Oscar worthy. It should be Oscar worthy. It's, it's supposed to be funny and serious at the same time, satiristic or whatever, but uh, satirical. But it um, it's called Don't Look Up. And it has to do with an asteroid coming towards the Earth. Look, this is not a movie what happened about four weeks ago. Four weeks ago, they came on, NASA came on regular news. And you know what they said? They said, and I quote, we have something that we're trying to do and launch on behalf of the defensive, the Earth's defensive strategic management position and project, whatever it is called. And we're going to launch a satellite and it's going to have a bomb on it. And it's going to, we're going to ram it into a comment that's coming close the one that just passed us 20 uh, uh, on December 11th and we're going to try to hit it to see if we can deflect it okay why are we trying to deflect something we've never had to deflect it before so you're not telling us everything something is coming and I know I'm not the only one on the planet saying this Somebody else somewhere else is saying this And people are like oh man you just It's just for fun man You're just pulling your leg They're just Well guess what You could have told me that the Insurrection at the Capitol Wouldn't have happened But it did Matter of fact You told me 45 was still going to be in office But he ain't Matter of fact, they keep pushing the date down. It was said on the internet that before Christmas, Biden would be gone and 
45 would be back in power again. But it didn't. Because we well after Christmas. Or crema. Depending on where you're from. Folks, I'm just saying. Look up. Look up what I'm talking about. And you make your own decisions. You make your own judgment call. I just don't want to be caught for lack of a better word with my pants down I don't want to be caught thinking that life is going to go on let me tell you this for those of you out there you're saying oh you're getting pretty dark at the end of this show can I just say this man's biggest vanity is that we think we're going to live forever the dinosaurs thought that I'm, I'm pretty sure T-Rex didn't wake up. Ugh, I'm going to eat me a tyrant, another Tyrannosaurus or a Stegosaurus today because I feel like Stegosaurus steaks. Hum, hum, hum. What the heck is that? Why is that big ball of fire coming to me? Run! Run! And now we're digging up his bones. I'm just saying. Hi. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this final show of 2021. Guys, 2022 got to be better. Got to be better than this. Hopefully. Make sure you stay tuned. Hashtag Brother Baseball is up next. Mr. Willie F.T. Jr. And make sure you come back in the new year. And listen to this sick 